Hey, hey, everybody, it's Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. And welcome to another episode of the Heart Work with PBJ podcast, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. I hope you all have had a good week. And if you haven't, I'm so glad you showed up today because we're going to have some conversations that will help us refill, recover, and reset so that we can go back out and do the work that we know we're called to do. Before we get into the episode, let me remind you, you need to be following me on Instagram. If you're not following Instagram, you're missing all the announcements. You're missing your spoonful of PBJ on Mondays, your good old motivation to get you going in the week. And of course, you know, you get another episode of the Heart Work with PBJ podcast every Wednesday. So follow me on Instagram at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. Again, that's at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson on Instagram, and it will be in the show notes. So y'all let's get into our episode. This week, we are talking about, are you burnout prone or burnout proof? Let me ask you one more time. Are you burnout prone or burnout proof? You will notice that I talk a lot about cycles of burnout. And the reason why I call it cycles is because those of us who are prone to burnout, we have uh, the capability, the opportunity, the, the risk of falling back into burnout at any time. So I'll use myself as an example. I am in a great place right now. Um, I'm connected in several different ways that feed my soul feel you, my spirit, help me recover. I'm doing work that I love managing things very well. I'm in a wonderful place, but I know Patrice. I know PBJ, and I know that I am prone to burnout. I know that if I allow my boundaries to fall, if I get off my track, then I have a high risk of falling back into that place of burnout. And I also know that I am not the only one. I know that there are others out there like that. So I'm going to ask you again, are you burnout prone or burnout proof? Because if you are burnout prone and you don't have the tools and the skills to break the cycle, but you also are not aware enough to know when you're headed in that direction, then you will find yourself in a constant burnout loop and nobody can sustain that. So let's talk about the difference between being burnout prone and burnout proof. So I got four different things I want to talk to you today. The first thing is, are you everybody's person? Are you everybody's person? Y'all know the natural nurturer, the one to call in a pinch, the one that everybody depends on. Are you the shoulder to cry on? Are you the person that everybody picks up the phone to call when life is tough? Listen, when we wear it like a badge of honor, we put our superhero capes on and we come to the rescue for those people that we love and care for and serve. It's our gift. It's what we're good at. We're really good at getting in the trenches and helping you dig your way out. We're really good at coming to the rescue when life is falling apart. But the challenge of being that person is you're also really good at becoming somebody's crutch. 
You are really good at becoming the leaning post. You're really good even at becoming somebody's garbage can because they will become uh, used to dumping all their stuff on you. And that makes you burn out prone. If you have that gift, if you are the nurturer, if you are the person that everybody wants to talk to, wants to be close to them when they're going through, it is impeccably important that you keep your boundaries strong. That's how you become burnout proof, that you identify what your boundaries are and you keep those boundaries strong. I think about boundaries like the walls around an ancient city. You know, back in ancient days, you didn't just roll up in the city, just I'm coming to visit. I I came to stop by. That's not how it worked. There was a thick, tall wall around the entire city and there were watchmen on that wall and you could not enter into that city unless you were cleared by the watchmen. Our boundaries act as the walls around our city. When we allow our boundaries to fall, then we become vulnerable to any attack in our emotions, in our health, in our mind. We are now vulnerable because there is no protection. So think about your boundaries as the walls around your city. What walls do you need to put up so that you can protect yourself? I'm not talking about not serving people. I'm not talking about keeping people out, but I am talking about making sure that you can be protected as you are serving others so that you are burnout proof and not burnout prone. Let me ask you another one. Do you carry the burdens of other people? So not only are you everybody's person, but when someone brings you their trouble or when they bring you their problem, then you carry that burden like a load. You carry that trouble on your back like it belongs to you. You are the person who will take work home with you. You are the person that after you hear about a trouble or you become exposed to a problem, then days after you are still meditating on that problem, thinking away that you can help or you can fix? Do you carry the burdens of other people? One of the greatest lessons that I had to learn for myself is how to release the burdens of other people. I think I told you all in our last episode, my husband brought this to light. He said, people share with you and you get heavy and you're carrying their trouble and they leave feeling better because they released it. So I had to find a way to be there for the people. I had to find a way to minister and be there in the midst of the trouble because that's who I am. That's what I'm called to do, but not carry it as my own burden. So one of the ways that I manage that is I pray. When someone brings me their trouble, instead of carrying their trouble like a burden, instead of carrying their trouble like it belongs to me, I have learned to take it to God. And when I take it to God in prayer, I trust him with it. And if there's something that he wants me to do, then I trust that he'll give me those instructions and have me do that. But I no longer put myself in the place of being responsible for fixing somebody else's trouble. I no longer put myself in the place of being somebody's savior. We already had one and he did a good job. He doesn't need me to do that. So you got to find your outlet. What is your outlet? Is it prayer? Is it counseling? Is it a coach? 
who or what? Is it journaling? How do you release all the things that have been thrown on you so that you're not carrying somebody's burden all the time? Are you burnout prone or are you burnout proof? The other thing I want you to think about is, is your energy source limited? Is your energy source limited? So let's talk about introverts and extroverts just for a moment. And of course, by now we know that introvert and extrovert is not being shy or outgoing. Some of that may come along with it, but it's really about the source of your energy and how you get refueled and how you get revived. So a lot of people might not believe it, but I am an introvert. I am a true introvert. I can be out with the people. I can be on a stage. I can share. I can train. And it exhausts me. And I have to go back and get energy from someplace else. Do I do it well and love it? Yes. But it costs me energy that I have to go get in quiet. I have to have think time. I have to have a long time so that I can refuel and come out and do it again. If you are an extrovert, it may not be that alone time that you need. You might get your energy from being around people and being in the crowd and collaboration and teamwork and, and whatever that energy source is. How are you connecting to the energy source? If your energy source is limited, you are burnout prone. So if you are an introvert like me and there is no space and no place in your life for quiet, you're burnout prone. You're headed to burnout because you can't sustain that energy if you don't keep going back to the well. If you are an extrovert and you need people to give you that energy, then where are those connections when you're in quarantine or when you're isolated or when you're working from home? How do you get that connection when you are physically disconnected and separated from people? You've got to find that energy source and find ways and make space in your life to constantly and consistently. So not just a quick pick me up and then let me go serve for a long time, but you need consistent refilling and refueling, just like we need to fill our spirits every day, just like we need to feed our bodies every day. You need to feed your energy every day, and it may not be an extended period of time every day, but you need to find a way to replenish that energy that you're constantly giving out so that you won't be burnout prone. You can be burnout proof. Another thing I want you to think about is, are you controlling your calendar or is your calendar controlling you? So if you are burnout prone, you can look at your calendar and see no break in sight. I remember working through, and even sometimes now, you can look at the calendar through the week, through the weekend, and you don't see space just for downtime. You don't see space just to do something that you like to do. You don't have room just to refill and refuel. If your calendar is running you instead of you running it, then you are burnout prone. So some of the ways that you might need to rule your calendar is if you have somebody who helps you with your calendar. So you have an administrative assistant or you have a virtual assistant or someone who's helping you with your calendar, make sure you communicate your needs to that person. 
No matter how good they are, they are still human and they can't read minds. So they don't know. They may not realize there was no bathroom break in this calendar today. There was no lunch break in this calendar today. Or when I look over my calendar for the next two weeks, there is no downtime. You've got to teach people how to treat you. That includes your assistants, that includes your bosses, that includes your family, that includes your friends. You've got to teach people how to treat you. Otherwise, you leave them guessing and you're going to end up not getting what you need. So learn how to run your calendar and not allow your calendar to run you. Look two weeks out and identify the spaces and the times that you're going to step away, that you're going to step down, that you're going to take care of yourself. Prioritize it, time block it, do what you got to do and make it as important as the meeting, make it as important as the project, make it as important as the work because it is, it is. So you got to manage your calendar in order to be burnout proof. And then the last thing that I'm going to share with you today In order to be burnout proof and not burnout prone, you got to learn how to say no. Now, I hear you. I'm with you um, because I'm working on this myself. It's not something that I'm great at. But if you are a person who has trouble saying no, you're constantly going to find yourself in cycles of burnout. No one can be all things to all people all the time and be sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's not fair and it's not realistic. So you have got to get to the place that you learn how to say no. A couple of ways that I've learned how to say no is one, I give myself space and time before I have to give an answer. Because if I give an immediate answer, my immediate answer is naturally yes. Because I want to be dependable. I want to take care of people. I want to be there for you. I want to be what you need. I want to be your answer. So my natural answer is going to be yes. So I give myself space and time to say, hey, when do you need an answer? When can I get back to you? That allows me to use wisdom in analyzing my calendar, analyzing what's on my plate and giving a good answer, either a good yes or a really good no. The other thing that I've learned is no doesn't have to be controversial. It doesn't have to be ugly. I can say, hey, I can't help you this time, but have you considered so-and-so? Or man, that sounds like an awesome project, but I got too much on my plate and I can't give you everything that I got. But please keep me in mind next time. There are ways to say no without making it ugly. And let me tell you this last thing about saying no. What I realized about saying no is my inability to say no was less about people needing me and more about my need to be needed. Somebody better say amen. It was more about my need to be needed than it was other people needing me. So I would encourage you to take the time that it takes so you can say yes when it's a good yes and say no when you need to say no. So that's what I got for you today, friends. Are you burnout proof or burnout prone? Are you everybody's person? Are you carrying everybody's burden? Are you limited on your energy source? Is your calendar out of control? And do you have a hard time saying no? If any of those answers are yes, I encourage you to implement some new habits, 
try some new things so that you can make that transition from burnout prone to burnout proof. Was this helpful for you today, friend? If so, would you let me know by leaving a review of this podcast through whatever means you listen to it? You can also send a message at podcast at patricebucknerjackson.com. Again, send me a message at podcast at patricebucknerjackson.com. Let me know if you are enjoying the podcast. Let me know if it's helpful. Also, let me know if you have some questions. I am here to serve you so you can go out and serve others. I am here to take care of you so you can keep doing the work that you are called to do. So let's keep doing that together. All right, y'all have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week, same day on Wednesday. Love always, PBJ. PBJ.